Hey, good morning, Eastern Oregon, and welcome to this December 7th version of AM Live on EOA. Your connection to Eastern Oregon, and we're a part of the EOA network. Yep. How are you, man? I'm great. Yeah. It's uh, first Friday. First Friday. You have any plans for the weekend? The Meilenberg tournament. Oh, that's right. Going to go take pictures. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I didn't get to take pictures at it last year. I don't remember yeah. what happened, but um, I'm going to get up there and get some wrestling pictures. Just because they, they don't have a lot of uh, home tournaments. No. Home home matches for wrestling, EOU or or the high school. Huh. Just seems like there's one or two every year. Yeah, you're year right. The just... matches themselves, and so then yeah, so then if you want to watch wrestling at home, that's kind of it. Yeah, the yeah. Mylenberg. I mean. The Mylenberg is a lot of wrestling, though. I mean, you got to win four or five times to win that tournament. So yeah, I should be good. It's been several years since I was there, but I was, I was amazed at the size of that tournament. That's yeah, and it's shrunk. It, it's has it shrunk, shrunk considerably quite a bit? since COVID. Yeah, um, I remember. I mean, there used to be. It used to be one of the. I mean, I'm not saying it's not anymore, but it used to be one of the big tournaments in the whole yeah, state. Yeah. Um, it's kind of shrunk when. When Legrand dropped down to 4A, you know, right. and they started 6A, it kind of yeah. took, you know, it took some of the bigger schools out of the yeah. tournament. They don't really come as much anymore, but it's still a huge tournament. It's very prestigious. Well, and I, I just didn't know about the mechanics of a wrestling tournament. Oh, it's crazy. Try following it when you're not at a wrestling tournament. Yeah. Like when, when I don't get to go to my son's. Yeah. Oh, my God. Following it on online. Yeah, I mean, I think there's like oh. six six matches at one time going on or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. The, the state tournament, there's 15. Yeah. That's crazy. You, got, you just have to hope that the schedule on here is right. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I remember years and years ago they asked about, talked about us streaming it and being involved. And I'm like, how would you even, I mean, I you, know. You'd have to just shoot from up top. Yeah. You couldn't do, you wouldn't be able you to didn't do, do it. it. You just do a wide shot and they do, you if you just know that this is your person wrestling. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I, I think the state tournament, I'm pretty sure they do every mat. Yeah. But they're putting that all up on flow and then and then the finals obviously they're going to stream the, yeah. the finals but man what yeah wrestling tournaments are crazy and and, and you can't predict how long a wrestling tournament's going to going to be because all the matches could go 3 rounds or they could all be first round pin you know what i right. mean so right. you, you never really know right you know, it's crazy I um the volleyball i watch the girls well i watch part of the game of the game that they lost and um it was that was the first professionally shot volleyball game that i've ever it was good it was really well done it was yeah i mean they had an announcer and color and instant replays and yeah, it was really well done yeah the elu does a really good job you should watch their no they do sometime. i did watch yeah i mean gib does an excellent job i i'm, I'm i've been lobbying with gib to get uh uh net camera one of those cameras yeah. yeah the one that's right on the yeah. net that goes straight across because yeah. that's a cool angle too. it is a cool yeah it's very cool and then gib just has college kids you know whether yeah. they're um grad assistants or they just hire athletes to come in and run the camera yeah well and i guess i mean i just had maybe i'd never heard a game announced ever you know and that was 
the commentary, which is nice. It just filled yeah, in. Yeah, we don't commentate. It. We, we don't commentate volleyball anymore. At yeah, yeah. Nobody does it. It's it's really hard. You have to know the game right. really well right. to commentate. Yeah, and that that was kind of that was what I mean. I just learned a lot about the game just listening to the commentators, you know, because yeah. I'd never. Yeah. So. Yep. Definitely. Well, you want to do sports? Let's do it. All right. AM Sports Report brought to you by Hobby Habit. It, there's still time to get your advent calendars, and they have a lot of really cool advent calendars down there. They got games. They have, I mean, anything that you need for your hobbyisms or whatever you want to call it, go check out Hobby Habit just for the fun of it. Um, LeGrand Girls Basketball is at home tonight versus Fruitland. That'll tip off at 6 p.m., the, the boys don't play again until Saturday in Baker at 11.30. Um, the girls also play in Baker on Saturday at 11. They must be playing in two different gyms. It wasn't specified, but they obviously aren't going to have two games in one gym at the same time. The girls are currently 2-1 on the season, and the boys are looking for their first win. The Grand Boys and Girls Wrestling is at home. We just talked about that. Um, the Meilenberg tournament this weekend is a, it's, it's a huge tournament, a lot of prestige, like I said earlier, and, and it's, it's a fun watch. So if you haven't gotten to a live wrestling event, or if you're thinking about it, go check it out. It, it, it's great. And LeGrand has really good wrestling. I mean, our high school boys and girls teams, Colella and Crystal are doing a great job and, and they're solid. They, they really are. I mean, we're, we're looking at another chance at a state championship both ways. EOU Men's Wrestling has a duel with Providence in Great Falls, Montana today at 6. Um, they, they're currently 3-1 in duels this year, and they're looking to improve on that. We'll see. Um, Providence is a pretty good team. The, the CCC is, is the toughest conference in the country for wrestling, for, for men and women. I mean, you, you, across the board, there's always five, six teams ranked, and the CCCs just they just beat up on each other all year. It, it, it should be a good match today. Um, EOU men's and women's basketball. Back to them real quick. They go to C of I this Saturday in the I-84 rivalry. It's the travel partner week. The women kick off at 3. Men kick off at 4. They both had rough weekends this last weekend in the long Southern Oregon trip. They Both teams lost both of their games to OIT and SOU. So they'll be looking for some redemption and and. Man, it wouldn't be anything sweeter than to beat C of I. I, I would love that. <laughs> My predictions for the EOU Volleyball uh, National Tournament, uh, all-tournament team were correct. Sophomore Kira Vaughn and senior Shade Williams were both selected to the all-tournament team and both very much deserving. I mean, great seasons for both of them. The cool thing is, is we get Kara back next year, and she's only a sophomore. We have a very young team. I mean, if you really look at it, we only had five seniors. And and the team is, I mean, young. We have the freshman of the year, Miley Mills. She's coming back. You know, and, and Khaki just stacks it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Every girl on that team is close in, in skill level. So you're just going to see people pop up. And Kira's one of them. She just popped up early. You know what I mean? She came... She came on to the scene towards the end of the year here. And, I mean, she's been playing all year, but not at the level that she has the last probably month and a half, two months, month and a half of the season. Um, just just been playing lights out. And you see it right there. She had 
27 kills in the in the quarterfinals and I, I want to say like 13 so she had she had 40 kills in two games wow in the quarter, quarterfinals and the semifinals and that's that's big time right there yeah. when you're on that stage right there you're on ESPN you know like right. it's it's it, it's a little bit different you know yeah. the pressure's different so right. uh hats off to both of them that was what an awesome tournament for those ladies and and uh just just hopefully next year we can you know, keep this streak going yeah. and get back to the uh, some. I mean, the cool part about it too was the like I said on Tuesday, how much the the community got behind this team. Right. It's uh, it, well, and it's deserving. I mean, Khaki's worked their butt off with this team to put it in a position where it's gonna, you know, vie for a national championship yeah. every year. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're right back in the same place next year. Yeah. Morning sports report brought to you by Hobby Habit. Just for the fun of it. Yeah. No, and I think that part of it, I don't, I don't know if it, we were just publicly, we were more aware. I did, you know, and I don't, I mean, part of that is because of us. You talked about it yeah. quite a bit. And, but I mean, still, bench warmers having it yep. and the local and, you know. So. Well, yeah, yeah. Scarfo came up to me at bench warmers like, I can't believe how many people watched that reel that you put up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, I mean, it, so it just, the, the, just generally people were more aware. Yeah. Yeah. The, the local was packed, bench warmers packed, McKenzie was packed. Yeah. But if you went to a game this year, they were yeah. packed. I mean, even when school was out during, during uh, Thanksgiving break, uh-huh. packed. I mean, it was, it, yeah, it's just, People have latched on. I mean, that's what happens when you have a team that makes it to the national semis two years in a row. Yeah. Yep. And it'll be that same way next year. Too. Oh, it'll be. And it's so funny because people in like in my Rotary group that I didn't even know. I mean, they're just, you know, retired folks, retired couples are like, yeah, we go to every game. We go no, there. There's, like, there's a bunch of loyals. Well, and, and there's a group of people that go to all of EOU's yeah. sport. You know what I mean? Right. Retired people right. that are most of them boosters and they yeah. just they're they're loyal uh eou fanatics man. yeah it's awesome lee wright is probably the biggest he's, he's EOU right fan there. on the planet <laughs> i'm not joking he's at every game he buys the the season pass for yeah. all sports yeah and he's always there early like that's, we're talking a half an hour to an hour early that's funny he knows all the girls talks to the you know what i mean like he, he he's <laughs> You, you know what I mean? He, yeah. He's, he's, he's part of that EOU culture. He, he appears more than Monty the Mountie. Huh. Which funny. Monty the Mountie doesn't ever show up. Yeah. To. Monty the Mountie needs to get fired. Does he? Yeah. He don't <laughs> ever come to any games. <laughs> I, I, and I know why. They can't find anybody to do it. But the, yeah. the reality of it is, is you, when you go to college games, their mascot is there. You know what's funny is when you, when you see other college mascots on big football games or whatever the case might be. I mean, they got the moves. They, I mean, whatever. They're always is, athletes. They're yeah, always. They're, they're, I mean, they have figured out how to manipulate that suit so that it looks cool. Those big schools, though, like Oregon, that duck, that yeah. duck makes good money. I guarantee you Oh, I would you imagine, that yeah. And like the BYU Cougar, you know, yeah. the duck does push-ups, but the BYU Cougar does push-ups on stacked tables. Really? And jumps from one level to the next. <laughs> and and you, I mean, these a lot of times uh, uh, they're they're obviously athletes, but a lot of times they're gymnasts. They're yeah. gymnasts. Yeah. They're, well, and if you got 
if you got paid enough, you would make it worthwhile to endure the heat or the suit or whatever. Absolutely. If you yeah. were ma- especially for a college kid. Yeah. Like you pay them, you know, 500 bucks to go to go to a game or maybe a little bit more. Even. Yeah. Like, Who knows? Hey, go, go, well, college football, especially is big money. You know that. Yeah. You saw that when we went to the Boise State game. Yeah. And and uh, what's 500, 1,000 bucks if he's going to go, you know, yeah. impress a bunch of people and, you know, make it a good time take pictures with the kids yeah so i, I heard wh- some whiff you, you'll know about this night some something that at the college level they're wanting to start another division that and they actually pay the athletes yeah they're know? talking about it what, i haven't do you know what that is about i don't i don't know a lot about it i've seen it but i i didn't like look into it because yeah. i i mean they're basically getting paid right now, right? So yeah. it doesn't really matter. The NIL deals, like you, know, you got, you got guys that are making millions of dollars yeah. to play a year of college right. fo- football right. or or basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're making that through they're selling their image, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but I mean, it it really doesn't matter. Like when it boils down to it, if the school's paying them, well, you saw University of Utah. Their booster club bought every scholarship player on the team a brand new Ford truck, brand new. Wow! Here you go. Wow! You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it, I mean, if it does, if it does come to that, so be it. It, it. I wish you know what I wish they would do. I wish they would go back and address like Reggie Bush is the perfect example. He won the Heisman at USC. He took like three hundred thousand dollars under the under the table. Uh-huh. He took his Heisman away. He just got. He just made it into the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Give the kid his Heisman back. It didn't affect his on the field play. Yeah. I mean, the Heisman is the most prestigious award in college football. Right. Yeah. Give it back to him. Yeah. Like it didn't affect how he played football. He's one of the greatest college football players ever, and yeah. anybody will argue that. Yeah. And just give it back. He wasn't even allowed on the campus for ten years. He was working with like CBS or NBC. And wasn't even allowed on USC's campus for ten years. Wow! And he was—he he made that school millions and millions of dollars off of people buying his jersey, and you know what I mean. It's right. just—it's—it's it's crazy to me. Like, just—you know what I mean? I, give them the—give them the Heisman. Give the kids the money. It, it, they're going out there, risking their bodies. If they're making you money as a school, pay them. It's well, that simple. That, and that's the—that's the thing that has changed. Is is the amount of money they're making for schools? And, oh, it's crazy. And the television rights. It, it, well, it's been like that for quite some time. Right. It, right. it had. It, it's more now. But even forty years ago, these right. guys were making money for their schools. Yeah. It, just by getting people through the door. You know yeah. what I mean? The Oregon quarterback, Bo Nix. You know, he's a he's a Heisman finalist. He was yeah. the offensive player of the year of the Pac-12. He's not going to win the Heisman, I don't think. But imagine how much money he's made Oregon in the last year. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, it's crazy. It's like, give, give the kids a little chunk of it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see what comes. I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't care if they decide to or not as long as the kids are getting taken care of and they're, you know, could you imagine being a, say, a mid-level so you're probably going to get drafted in the second or third round. You're playing for Oregon or wherever, Oregon State, whatever. You get hurt, and you can't play football anymore. Right. 
That's your hope. You know what I mean? Right. You're out there playing for the school, making them money. You get hurt, and then your football career is over, and you never get to cash in, and you have to actually go work whatever job you're getting your degree in and make yeah. way less money. Yeah. Pay them. It's yeah. that simple. I was watching a, I watched a, a Netflix documentary the other night on, oh, he's the running back who quit his career early. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Yeah, super interesting. and One of the best ever. Yeah, and it was, and this was, I mean, yeah, he quit at the age of 31, something like that, 32. Yeah. He, he, wanted, in, he didn't want his body to be. He, he'd been on only 10 years, yeah. And this, and this, uh, this documentary is, they, he re, reassembles, they interview him to find out, because for a long time it was like a mystery of why did you quit? Because he, I mean, he faxed his resignation. And, yep. Yeah, and so anyhow. But, no, he was on a crappy team. And yeah, right. didn't want to get hurt. Didn't, wanted yeah. to preserve his body. Yeah. And that simple. But yeah, but that was super. I'm not sure where that point was going, except that it was just, just really. He would have been. You know, he, he was a cat. great, arguably, like right there with Reggie Bush as one of the best college football players yeah. ever at Oklahoma State. Yeah. He would have. He would have made a ton of money in college too if, well, if they were paying kids like they should have. Yeah, and that was what it was funny because because he won the Heisman and at he the did. time his family didn't even really understand what the Heisman was right. or how significant it was. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, and his team that was that's the other crazy. thing. Crazy. When he won the Heisman, his team didn't really think that he was in the running. And they scheduled a, a game in France or something like that. Huh. And so he was, he was totally out of the country. That, uh, yeah. That, I haven't yeah. seen that. I haven't seen it. Really interesting. Really well done. So anyhow, well, let's take a look got, outside. Yeah, let's, let's look at the weather. And there it is. It's not too cold. Yeah. You know, it's been, I mean, all over the national weather, you hear about the rain what do they call it? The something river, the the atmospheric river, or something like. They got a name for everything now, and um, so like up in Washington area, there's just a ton of rain huh. and stuff, and we're we're not seeing that, but maybe we will. And so then for the next, what's the weather for today? Uh, Forty five high. Not horrible. No. And but it looks 32, like 32, the low, it's going to get down to freezing, yeah. And then the next few days, 37. Oh, it's going to get colder tomorrow night, 23. Yeah, well, they got the, the they're they're they were struggling getting the warming uh station open, but I see like it's been open a couple times. Well, and I had heard, I didn't know, I wasn't, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I had. I just presume that they were open, but I guess maybe they're having troubles staffing. dealing the, with the they staffing are. part of it yeah. and stuff. Yeah, finding volunteers. I told, I, I, I always look at it like this. You can't even hardly find people to work. How are you going to find people to volunteer? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't even find people to work for money. Like, you, you think you're going to be, it's going to be an easy job to find volunteers? Probably well, not. Well, and it's not a, it's not an easy job. No, we, we talked with Chief Bell. Yeah couple days ago and he said that a, a person got kicked out the night before for um physical uh violence or yeah. whatever and i mean i'm sure you have to how do they how do they make sure do they do background checks on the people that are staying there they they can't possibly right no uh -uh. so how do you keep like how do they keep that safe you know what i mean like what about like sex offenders or violent criminals like how do you make sure 
Well, I mean, I think they have, it'd be a good question, but I think they have separate spaces or may almost like For little, men and women? They have separate spaces for men and women. I do know that. Yeah. But still, I mean, just because right. you're, um, but, uh, right. it doesn't mean that, you, you know, if you're a violent criminal or a sex offender that you won't offend against your own sex. Right, right. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they, I mean, and that would be part of the complication of it is how do you, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a heavy lift. Yeah. It, it really is. It's got to be tough. Yeah. And then what kind of, tra- are, are we, uh, we had people from the warming station on one time, didn't we? It's been like during COVID, it's been a while. We should have somebody on. Though, and like, I just ask them these questions, yeah. like how are you training these people? Like what do they, you know, what do they have to have in order to be able to staff? You yeah. know what I mean? Because, you know, things obviously, Chief said that there's a physical altercation. Like what's, w- w- right. how are you preparing these staff for that? Yeah, well, and didn't the, the person who got kicked out, weren't they banging on the front door here, here. or something? Yeah. 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 So, no, you, and I thought it was really, I mean, I really enjoyed the conversation with Jason Hayes. Yeah. The lieutenant, police chief lieutenant, because he like, I mean, he really answered some questions that I've kind of had in my head about uh, mental health and the status of where we are. And you can tell he cares about LeGrand. He does. Totally. Yeah. Big time. I mean, and that's what we need in leadership for especially those kind of jobs. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where, where people's safety and, and well-being is, you know, in their hands, basically. Not, I don't, don't want to say in their hands, no, but, but you, you know what I mean. Like, but, yeah, you're interacting with the public all the time. All the time. And all the time. Yeah. And his, I mean, both of them are at a level when they're not as much, but still the way they treat people filters down. It's a direct reflection yeah. onto their right. uh, officers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and so, yeah, and there, I just, I mean, I, I like both of them a great deal. And both, and especially, I mean, really super interesting that they they knew each other as kids and grew up together. Yeah, and, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. And, and and just think about the, the I want to say, like, maybe, like, the, the preparedness, like, how much it prepared them to go through COVID, too. Like, right. just all the issues and stuff going on with COVID. And the stuff with Max Square, how much that's, you yeah. know, pushed them to to be better leaders and to, to to you know learn how to deal with diversity, especially yeah. in a small community that historically isn't real diverse when it came to that. I yeah. mean, when you look at like when I was a kid, homeless people didn't show their face. I've right. told you this before. Right. Like yeah. The homeless people. Lived out behind the baseball fields back there before yeah. they knocked all that down. There was yeah. trees back there, and and it, there, it was a pride thing back then. Like right. you didn't, if you were homeless, you didn't want people to see you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now it's just right in your face. You yeah, know? yeah. I was, it, and it it's. I mean, the the people that we have in uh, uh, Chief Bell referred to this a couple of times before we talked about, you know, the incident at the hospital where the guy jumped off the crane. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, and those, you just imagine all of those people together who have known each other a long time in an incident, you know, the advantage of, of, of those two and um, the, the, uh, the fire chief, yeah. His name is, excuse me right now, but Emmett. 
Emmett, yeah, Cornford. Cornford. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those those guys have known each other for... 30 years, 40 yeah, years. all of them. Yep. Yeah, and just, you get in an event like that, you'd be like, I mean, you would just know how each other think without even communicating, you know. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Well. I got some would, would you rather questions for you. Because oh, cool. And I got, some, I got some trivia for you. Uh, would you rather be a kid your whole life or an adult your whole life? Hmm, probably a kid. Yeah, me too. 100%. Huh? Yeah, but the funny thing is, is when you are a kid, you want to be an adult. Yeah. You have no idea. You know, so you don't you don't really have the context of knowing that I'd like to be a kid. I'd still want to be a kid. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do laundry. I don't want to clean bathrooms. <laughs> Would you rather be the cowboy riding the bull or the clown who distracts it? The, rodeo the clown. Guy. I don't know. That's a the, tough one. The clown. I mean, I mean, you know, presuming that that along with that, I get the uh, athletic ability that those guys have, you know. Oh, yeah. The, but the, the the riders are just as athletic. I mean, you have to be in great shape to... They are. To ride. I don't know. what I, I think I'd rather be the bull rider. There's a little more prestige. And, I have know. an interview. I mean, it's, it's I've never used it in a can. It's it's still in the can of a, of a championship clown. Rodeo clown? But what are they? They don't call them clown. They call them a... Bullfighters or bull—they call them rodeo clowns. Rodeo clowns, yeah. yeah. And but it seems like they have a more official, anyhow. Uh, super interesting. Oh, I mean, sure. just and yeah, I mean, and just the and and what's really interesting, you know, I always admire people that when an event happens, when something bad happens, they run toward the fire rather than running away. I mean, you just you just admire those kind of people, you know. Yeah. And, that's what those guys do. And that's this, sure. yeah, yeah. When they, whenever you see a a, a, a cowboy get hung up some way, the I mean, they just like right there, yeah. yeah, smacking that thing, trying to get it away from the yeah, guy. yeah. All right, would you rather have a Texas accent and live in New York, or or a New York accent and live in Texas? Uh, I would say Texas and New York. Yeah, you wouldn't get made fun of as much, I don't think. Well, I don't know. It did the. Uh, I guess I don't know. That's a good question. How about you? Pro- I'd probably take the the Texas in New York. Probably yeah, be a little more accepted, I would think. Because if you uh, if you're a New Yorker and you move to Texas, you're a uh, you're, you're, you're you're yeah. yeah you kind of yeah, got a target not, on your back. Yeah, it's not yeah. gonna be. Would you rather <laughs> spend a week in the woods without a tent or a night in a real haunted house? A week in the woods with no tent, or a night in a real haunted house. Probably in the woods without a tent. I'm going in the haunted house. I'm Are you? Not, I'm not going in the woods without a tent. There's bears and all kinds of crap out there. <laughs> oh, I see. A so, haunted house. I, I, I hadn't thought. I hadn't thought about the the no. uh, predators that yeah, might get no you. No way. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is that you know the very first uh, when I first got married, you know, years and years ago when I was young, and I had this romantic idea of like, oh, good, we get to go camping, and we bought a tent and the whole nine yards, and then we get out, and this, we were living in Idaho, and we get out, and I, and finally get ready to go to sleep, and I realized that I cannot see a thing. I mean, you know, you're like, even if there was a bear, you'd have no warning until he was ripping at your... Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, so the tent... 
in my mind, like right then, I figured out that yeah, the tent has no protection whatsoever. My ex was big on camping. Me, not so much. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go sleep on the rocks. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, we we always had a nice, you know, mattress and everything. But like, man, we we used to camp at the Oregon coast a lot, and it, and it doesn't matter what time of year. Pretty much, if, if it's not the the middle of summer, you're getting wet over there. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that mist, and I'm not a fan of just being cold and wet all the time. No. <laughs> Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Uh, the date. I'd rather know the cause. Really? There'd be too much anxiety if you knew when you were going to die. If I knew the cause and and just didn't know when it was going to happen, I'm good with that. But if I knew, like, the date when it was going to happen, I'd be so anxious. You know what I mean? Like, you'd yeah. be so dang anxious all the way up until then. It wouldn't even be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I just want to know. Yeah, I'd like to know. I mean... I just like to know to prepare to yeah. be like, yeah, you know, so it's, you know, what's funny about that. And I think I've mentioned this before is like when I was in, when I was in kindergarten or, you know, elementary school, young elementary school, I remember th calculating somewhere along the line that somebody said, well, yeah, you can retire when you're, you know, in your mid sixties. And 85 I thought, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so I calculated that'd be 2025. You know, and it's like, and I, I mean, so my entire life was like, yeah, I'm probably going to live until I'm 20, till 2025. And it's like, now you're like, oh, that's I here, better, man. I better hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I better mean, hold on. Yeah. Cause when you're, you know, when you're eight years old, you know, that's, that's an eternity away. You yeah. Know? But now it's, now it's like, a, a that's year next away. year. That's yeah, the year that's after year. next. Yeah. We're, we're, we're almost 2024. We're almost to 20. Yeah. All so. right. I got a couple more. Would you rather solve world hunger or cure cancer? Uh, solve world hunger. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I, I think they already have something. That's I was going to say, I was, that's what I was going to ask you was, do you think they have a cure for cancer? And I, well, maybe not quite the cure, but I think they're probably really close. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who think that it's already out there and it's just being suppressed because there's too much money being made on cancer treatment. Could be. And that's Could a, be. that's kind of a pessimistic way of looking at the world, but. Two more. Okay. Would you rather be the worst player on a winning team or the best player on a losing team? The worst player on a winning team. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I, 100%. I want to win, period. Yeah. I, I'd, bet, I'd rather be the worst player on the winning team all day long. That's yeah. an easy one. Last one. Would you flip a coin if heads meant you get a billion dollars, but tails meant that you died instantly? <laughs> no. You wouldn't? Uh-uh. You wouldn't risk it? Mm -mm. I don't think I would either. Maybe if I, well, I don't know. Maybe if I was like 80. Yeah, right, right. Like if you're at the very end, if you're, if well, you're, if you know you're going to die in a certain amount of time <laughs> yeah, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I might do it, but, but probably, probably not. Yeah. That's all I got for you. On all right. Well, hey, I got some, I got some sports trivia. Oh gosh, you. I'm going to be terrible at this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How hard you make it? It's not. Fire away. I mean, I couldn't get them, but you probably, you know. Uh, uh, which two countries have, have not missed one of the modern day Olympics, which two countries have never missed 
That, yeah, and that's a pretty hard one. The modern day Olympics? The modern day Olympics, yeah. They've always Two showed up. Two countries. Yeah. Well, not us, because we missed an Olympics. Yeah. Um, that is a hard one. Yeah, one of them. Germany? Should, one of them you should guess, because it kind of originated there. Oh, Greece. Greece, okay, yeah. And the other one is UK? Australia. Oh, Australia. Yeah, okay. Now, that's, that's hard. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I'm not even an Olympics Okay. Student. The, you you should know this one. I, right. Which is the only American football team to go the whole season undefeated, including the Super Bowl? Including the Super Bowl? Yeah. It was a while back. Dolphins? Miami Dolphins, 1972. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, who won more tennis grand slams, yeah. Venus or Serena? Serena. Yep. Serena Williams. Yeah. Um, which basketball team... Has completed two three peats. The Bulls. Bulls. And what's a three peat? I didn't Winning know. three championships in a row. Michael okay. Jordan. Okay, okay. Left for, he won three, then he left, played baseball, came back, won three more. Wow. The Bulls. Yes, That's right. Sure. I remember that. Okay. Yep. Uh, which former NBR, NBA player was nicknamed Agent Zero? Uh, Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Give it, when, when, when That's did a he hard play? one, BC. When did he play? Nobody watching this would know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, played, he played like in in uh, the two thousand early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert Arenas. I just That's a hard I, did, one. I just Zero. I just looked up sports sports <laughs> trivia. This is what came up. Okay, okay. Which sport is dubbed the king of sports? The king of sports. The king of sports. Huh. Is it an oddball sport? No, but it's, it's if you just think about it, it's the most popular world sport. Soccer. Yeah. Yep, soccer. The uh, king of sports. I never heard it called yeah, that before. Yeah. I mean, I've heard it called the most popular sport. I mean, it is. It's played more <laughs> than any other sport worldwide. What is the name of the professional ice hockey team based in Toronto, Canada? The Maple Leafs. Yeah, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, how would you like to be... How would you like to be the mascot of the Maple Leafs? You're just a big leaf <laughs> dancer. I mean, if they paid you enough, it'd yeah, be yeah. Like uh, you'll know this one. Who was the first gymnast to score a perfect ten? Nadia Comaneci. Yep, yep. And I, yeah, it's a little before your time, but I remember. Oh, I, I've heard it. I remember, times. but I remember yeah, watching yeah, yeah. her as a kid. I was like. It was it was crazy. I mean, it was probably I was more of a teenager when she. You was know there. what's crazy? We used to talk about this all the time. If you put me and Johnny together in yeah. a room and and put us on like sports trivia, yeah. we would destroy a lot of people. I, in I'm sure you would. Okay, you'll you'll know this. Dump, floater, and wipe are terms used in what team sport? Dump, floater, dump, floater, and wipe. Wipe. Dump. Yeah, maybe not volleyball. Dump. Floater, wipe. Yeah. Is it volleyball? Yeah. yeah. Dump, like a dump shot. Floater. I don't, I don't know. Is a type is of it? shot, but I don't know. I've never heard him use the word yeah. wipe. I, a new term that uh, um, that I've that you hear it a lot this year watching is in system. In system. Yeah. So EOU gets the ball in system, which means like they got a bump and a set, and a spike with a chance for a kill. Out of system would be like where you have to give the other team a free ball. So, like, you save it, and you end up having to send one over right, on right, a bump right. nut without a spike. And that's what's called a what? In system. 
but what's the other one where you can't? Oh, I see. Oh, a free ball. You're giving so the, the other so, team a so free ball. So the in system is when you have total control of control it, the Control of the ball, yeah. And yeah. You, you bump, set, and then spike. And but out of system is when you like bump, bump, and then have to bump it over or yeah, yeah. send it over after two hits. Yeah. Interesting. That's a new term that I kind of learned this year. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that was really interesting about watching volleyball and I just not have not watched that much of it, is that when, I mean, the ones that were hardest when, when they would get low into the net, when, let's say you have a block or something, you know, you block a ball and it dribbles down the side. Oh, yeah. 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 The toughest yeah. ball to play is that yeah. ball yeah. right at, yeah. at the net, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Or, or, they, or you do a, somebody does a kill, a, a spike, and they get it so low, I mean, they get it, but it doesn't pop up. It pops right into the net. Yep. And, yep. yep. Volleyball is a tough sport. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, okay. Two more. Okay. Who was the first female driver to score points in the Grand Prix? Oh, gosh. Yeah. This is old. Yeah, it is. This is uh, old. Lila Lombardi. Huh. I would not have known 1975 Spanish Grand Prix. Yeah. Would have not, not have known that. Okay. Now, this one you may or may not know. How many points did Michael Jackson score in his first NBA game? Michael Jackson? I'm sorry, Michael Jordan. (laughs) How many points did Jordan score in his first First, NBA game? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to guess. 31. 16. 16. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. And that, who did he? Johnny probably would have known that. Who did he play for right out? The Bulls. Right out. He only played for the Bulls ever? Well, he played for the Wizards at the end. Oh, at the end of his thing, Yeah. 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 But he played. He, he was drafted by the Bulls, hmm. Michael Jordan. Yep. Yeah, and that was, yeah, Barry Sanders. I mean, that was interesting. I mean, he Lions, did his, his, he whole, did his career. whole career in Lions. Yeah, yep. terrible team too. Yeah, just just bad. And that <laughs> the, the documentary is a kind of covers about how they almost did. They almost had a team that could support him and win, but. You know, then they it, they got into financial trouble and stole some of their key players, and and then he's all by himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what an amazing runner. Yeah. Oh, Barry. Yeah. yeah. He was different. He was different. His just the way he could control his body was, I mean, yeah, one of a kind. He was one of a kind. There's no doubt. Yeah. All right, uh, we got a TikTok now. So if you guys uh, want to check it out. Go to TikTok, EO Alive. Um, that's that's all you just search EO Alive and you'll find it. It's our logo. Give us a follow. Um, we're testing it out. I'm posting reels on TikTok as well. Reels have been doing well for us, so that's been kind of uh, the the idea. We'll put the morning show reels on there and then sports show reels and you know, just kind of testing the water with TikTok, seeing what's what where we're at there. All let's right. uh you guess out of here? let's do it on this day december 7th 1787 delaware is the first state to ratify the united states constitution on this day in 1842 new york philharmonic's first concert ever 1842 1869 on this day jesse james first confirmed bank robbery he and his brother robbed a bank in gallatin missouri they shot the cashier in a revenge killing as well. Huh. 1869 on this day. 1941 on this day. 
the Imperial Japanese Navy with 353 planes attacks the U.S. fleet at Pearl Harbor Naval Base in Hawaii, killing 2,403 people on this day. 1963, the first use of instant replay machine invented by CBS is used in the U.S. Army versus Navy football game. Really? Wow. And that game's coming up this week, I think, next weekend. 1972 on this day, the Apollo 17 is launched. The final manned lunar landing mission where the crew takes this famous picture right here. You know what that picture's called, BC? It's the most famous picture of the Earth ever taken from sky. I don't know what it's called. That picture. It's called the Blue Marble. Blue Marble. I'll tell you an interesting story about that here in a minute. 2020 on this day, breaking the competitive form of breakdancing confirmed as an Olympic sport for the Paris 2024 Games. So we're going to have breakdancing in the Olympics. That's awesome. I love breakdancing. And then on this day in 2020, Coca-Cola is named the world's number one plastic polluter in Break Free from Plastic's annual brand audit. So the number one polluter of plastic in the world is Coca-Cola. That's crazy. Wow. That's so crazy. The number one movie on this day, December 7th, 1973, The Way We Were with Barbara Streisand and Robert Redford. Mm. He's probably my favorite actor ever. Really? Robert Redford. Yeah. I love The Natural, so The, the, the Natural is probably my favorite movie. Quote of the day comes from Paulo Coelho. The world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. One more time. The world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. Oh, yeah, let's do that real fast before we yeah. leave. Let's yeah. show it. Yeah. Um, BC went out the other day. Um, as everybody knows that's watching, they're going to redo the, the grand staircase at EOU. BC went out and took a drone video of it. Here it is. Man, I've spent... So I used to live... This is on uh, 9th Street, BC. Right. And yeah. I used to live one block over at the bottom of the hill on huh. 8th. And so we spent a lot of time playing like kick the can in this neighborhood. And I've gone up and down those stairs hundreds of times. When did they close it, I wonder, you know? I, it wasn't closed when I was a kid. I right. know that. Yeah. I, I don't know what year they closed it. No, super interesting. We're, uh, I had uh, the company who's doing the reconstruction is called Garco Construction. They called me and... They asked me to take some photos, some drone photos. Well, and so then while I was there taking those for them, then I took this drone photo, this drone video for us. And yeah, super cool. And so then a lot of questions of like, uh, is it going to be restored? I mean, they are having to take out everything. There is no, they're not restoring it. They are rebuilding it. And so... Um, Somebody did make a comment on that. You keep talking about yeah, it, and I'm going to yeah, pull that comment. Yeah, out. and so then, so, but uh, they, I guess, according to uh, somebody who, it was Tim Seidel who they quoted. Yeah, that's what that, I was pulling up. That they did laser measurements of everything, and that they will, as much as possible, get it back to exact, to exactly like it is. But it has to be to code. Now, I don't know if that, hmm. I don't know what that means. I don't either. You know, if the code has changed, maybe the height of the steps or, you know, some of that stuff can change. But I'm sure that when they get done, it will look 
uh, very much exactly like it does. So the uh, the comments are funny though, and people are like, "Oh, we could, you know, we should be fixing the streets." Like that's different money. Well, like, yeah, it has nothing to. This is money that the college, the the city's not paying. Well, for this, this isn't even this is even a college. This no, is it's a state. Grant. This yeah, is it's state a, money. It's a grant. Yeah, so state, the Oregon State has. Probably Pots some historical of money, money. Rest for historical restoration stuff, and this has been a this has been a project I know that Tim Seidel has been working on for years and years, you know. And so then the the state has money that they hand out for these kinds of projects, and I mean it seems like he's he's been talking them to, I don't know, I want to say eight years. Yeah. About it's this. not like we would have got to. Spend, they would have got to spend this money on the roads no. if they didn't spend it on the staircase. No, and it, and it is a significant, I mean, it's like two or three million dollars. Oh, it's sure. a lot of money. But, but the fact is, is that if it, if it wasn't being spent here, it would not be coming into the Grand Run Valley. Right. So we may as well get it. Like, yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 So, cool. Yeah. Awesome. No, yeah. Thanks, Benny, for reminding yeah, great us. Great video. Yeah. yeah thank and you. Thanks, thanks, Benny, for directing today. Uh, as you, you may or may not have known, we're not. Kyle and I are not interacting as much with the screens as what we have in the past because Benny is in the control room. You trying to set him up? You trying to set Benny up? Like, yeah. He's not going to be able to find the right button to get us out of here now, and he's going to get another real yeah. about it. Yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> thanks, you guys, for being with us. See you next week. All right.